Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Sunday, which is always an awesome, awesome time for me in remembrance. I don't know about you, but I'm always um, thankful for the price paid at Calvary's cross. I don't take it for granted. Never, never, no, ever, ever do I take it for granted what God has done. Uh, We all were in sin We were born in sin Fasting in iniquity, right? And thanks be unto God For Jesus the Christ Because he came That we can have a a right To life And repentance was ours Amen Amen. That he He will forgive us because, Because listen What Adam did in the garden Somebody needed to come and atone for that. And Jesus became that for us. And so he went to the cross and he died. And that was a wonderful thing. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians. Let's, let's just talk before we have actually eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Amen. Starting at verse 12. Which chapter? 1 Corinthians chapter uh, chapter 15, okay, verse 12. Starting at verse 12. That's it? Yes. Amen. It says, Now if Christ is proclaimed as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection? Amen. I'm at verse 12. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Verse 12, it says, Now if Christ is proclaimed as, as raised from the dead, how can some of you say, because how many know a lot of people saying, and he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't raised, he didn't go, he didn't go to the cross, he didn't die. We're quick to say that, right? Well, not we, but some are. There is no resurrection of the dead. If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. So if there's no resurrection, then Christ wasn't even raised, right? 
These are all questions that, 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 that we're asking, that Paul is talking about, and that, that needs to be addressed in the body of Christ. Because we are allowing people to talk us out. That there is a God. That there be any resurrection. Man, how can somebody be raised with it? See, they want you to think like they think. Because their natural minds tell them, go, hey, that's not possible. But the Bible tells us also that the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit. Because it's foolishness unto them. And then it also tells them, neither can they know him. Because the things that we know has to be spiritually discerned. So you have to be in the spirit. And have the spirit dwelling on the inside of you to listen, to know these things. And not just to know, but to accept and to receive these things. So let's keep going. Let's keep digging. And if and it says, and if Christ has not been raised from the from then, our proclamation is in vain. So if Christ was not risen, then everything we're about to do on community is in vain. We're wasting your time, our time. The world's time. Because it's completely in vain. If he had not been risen. But we know that, that he has, right? So let's keep digging so we can make sure. It says, and, 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 and so is our faith in vain. Our very faith will be in vain. The very thing that we plant our flag on, which is the faith in Jesus Christ, will be in vain if we didn't believe in the resurrection of God. Amen? It says, moreover, we are found to be false witnesses about God because we have testified wrongly about God that he raised up Christ. Hmm. Y'all hear that? Mm -hmm. Hope y'all getting that. It says, because moreover, we are found to be false witnesses about God because we have testified wrongly. If there be no resurrection. Whom he did not raise up. In fact, the dead are not raised for the life. For, it says, for the dead are not raised. Not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is worthless. Verse 17 says that. You are still in your sin. If Christ has not been raised from the dead. Amen? Amen? Your faith would be worthless. And a lot of people want to tell you guys that your faith is worthless. Man, that God got me. That is a blonde haired, blue eyed, whatever. They, they, they give all these different things to make God's word of no effect. They want to convince us of that. That he didn't die. Especially didn't die for you. Especially didn't die for me. But that's what they go with. Why? Because they don't even believe. So they, their object and the devil's job is to get as many people to not believe as possible. To think it's foolish. 18. I read, uh, it says 18. Those then who have fallen asleep in Christ have also perished. So there's no, there's no resurrection for them because they're still dead. Amen? Mm -hmm. 
There's no good, there's no heaven for them. They are dead, dead, dead. You know, ain't nothing else, ain't nothing else to dead but dead, right? <laughs> Can't think of any fancy words to add to dead but you're dead. And then probably put a double dead on it. Two, you're two times dead. But that's what they want you to believe. That once you leave this earth, that's it. Hell is right here on earth, y'all. That's what a lot of people, that's what they allow them to tell us. Tell us, right? If this is hell, the Bible's people rejoice. There's not going to be no rejoicing in hell. That's the dumbest thing people. So that's a little something for all y'all who maybe you're on the short bus. Yeah, no shame, man. In terms of believing in Jesus Christ. You don't have to be silly to think that this is hell on earth. When there's small sections of devastation and tragedy going on, but then there's larger pockets of rejoicing as well. The devil doesn't want anybody to rejoice. Not in the God of this, not in the God of our salvation. So when people say that, they don't understand, they don't understand, they don't know the Bible. And 19 says, if we are put, if we put our hope in Christ for this life, only we should be pitied more than anyone. See how they try to see how they try to shame you? That if you put your trust in God, then you should be pitied. Because there was no resurrection. He didn't die for you. He didn't die for me. All that y'all believe is in vain. Amen. So let's debunk that. 20 says, but if but but as it is, Christ has been raised from the dead. The fruit, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep for since death. Y'all got that? For since death came through one man. The resurrection of the dead also comes through Amen. <laughs> Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Oh man, that's good news, y'all. Because of one man's sin, and then another man came being Jesus Christ. Listen, resurrection is made available for all of us. Oh man, listen, y'all looking like that, but that's good news, man. I'm telling you, God is so good. I'm already ready to shout at this. I'm trying to tell you, hold, hold, it says twenty-two says. For just as in Adam all died, and also in Christ all will be laid alive. Oh, but you are, listen, you guys are looking at me because Jesus Christ made us alive. Amen. We were dead in our sins, y'all. If the Lord would have came back and found us in our sins, we, we would have been sentenced to hell. Amen. But thank God for Jesus. Amen. Amen. Listen, I know for me taking this for a topic, I want to just leave you guys want to have a topic with you guys. Paid in full. Mm. Yes. Thank you, God. Paid in full. Wow. Your life and every decision that you made that went contrary to the word, God paid it all back in full. What do you mean, Pastor V? Oh, I'm glad you asked. 
<laughs> Turn your balance to Matthew 26. Oh man, I'm, listen, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> Y'all got it? It's the first Matthew 26, we're going to start at verse 26. And for the sake of my time, let's go. It says, as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it, gave it to the disciples, and said, take and eat. This is my body, verse 27. Then he took a cup. After giving thanks, he gave it to them and said, drink it all of you, for this is my blood and the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Amen? If listen, if he did not, if, he, if, there's no, if there was no death and there was no reason to go to the cross, then why was the blood of him? Amen? And listen, the blood was available for a whole lot of reasons and the power of the cross was, uh, was given for a whole lot of reasons. One is because he loves us. He went to the cross for one reason, not one, but multiple reasons. I'm going to give you a couple of them. He went to the cross because one of the greatest reasons that he had was because of his love for us. Scripture tells us that this, that God does, he said, because God loves, he died because he loves us. He loves you guys. He loves me. Tell me he loves you. And all, not just loving you, another one is because he wanted us to be saved. He came that we may have a right to life. And not just an ordinary life, but a life filled with the power and the presence of God upon it. Because just our very life alone, we were sin because we were born, we were fashioned in sin. So we were sin. Sin is a part of the nature when we, when we are born. Born in sin. Shaping, fastened in iniquity. Not glorifying sin, but that Jesus had to come that way, that way, so we may be saved and that we may have a right to live. Amen. And listen, and not just live, but have a power stronger than ourselves living on the inside of us. Because none of us are, are strong enough to live this life on our own. We tried it. Fail miserably, right? Yeah, I know y'all look, I see a lot of y'all looking at me like you, you can't speak for me. I'm gonna speak for me. Because <laughs> I don't want to speak for you. I failed miserably at life. I thought I was doing some things right out, you know. You thought you was making it through and you thought you had a little job, you had a little money in your pocket. You get you a little bottle or something every on the weekend. That's your that's your vice. Whatever your vice is. That would I don't know. Some of y'all still may have vices, but we pray to God. We're gonna pray that you know you come up at the end of the day that God will deliver you from that. Amen. And just so you don't see me outside the screen talking to you out there too. If you have a vice that doesn't depend on Jesus Christ, we're gonna pray that God will deliver you from that. Amen. And listen, and so I was taught to treat yourself when you got paid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. I was taught that. I was a single man, had single thoughts. <laughs> it's about me. 
all the time it was about me. Who else was it going to be about? I didn't have chick or child. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was about me. And the good thing about, listen, if we serve the God that I read about, or we serve what people thought I think our God is in 1 Corinthians 1, I mean, not 1, but first, I mean, um, yeah, what's 1 Corinthians 1? Corinthians 15, I'm sorry. 1 Corinthians 15, people would automatically assume that our God was about him and not about us. Because, why have you said it, Pastor? Because they think that he sold us a bill of goods. There's no God. He sold us a bill of goods. As a single person, though, I thought single-minded. And then when I got a family, I had to not think about me as much. I think about me. Now. You know, if I said I didn't tell you, I don't think about me. I'll be lying. But I think about me, but not as not to the detriment of my family. So is God with us? He doesn't have a need for our car, our homes, our clothes, nothing that we desire. He desires that we come to know Him. Not that he may be better, that we may be better. Mm -hmm. So the debunction of that he didn't die, I'm giving you, we laying a foundation that if he had not died, he didn't have himself in mind when he died. Amen. When he sent Jesus here through his mother, well, through his birth, through the birth of Mary, it was not about him. It was about us. Yeah. He didn't think another thought about himself when Jesus came on the scene. Jesus always reminded us that he came to do the work of his father. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't concerned about how people viewed him. He was more concerned about how you would view the Father mm, through him. So in order to go into the cross was all about getting you in here and out there to see him, but more than anything, see the Father. Man, that's, that's awesome. Because a lot of us can't look beyond ourselves. Listen, a lot of y'all, well, let me just be honest. None of y'all in here ain't down for nobody. <laughs> now, our children and our, our spouse, something different. Mainly our children pull some different emotions out of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still, we don't. I'm on communion. Just so somebody think I'm deviating out past me. I'm not all over the place. I'm right where I need to be. I'm talking about communion, but I'm making this. I'm making this so it's plain that listen, as your natural children meant a whole lot to you. If you didn't think that the, that Jesus had an assignment, why wouldn't you think God sending His very own Son felt some kind of way about Him dying? Mm -hmm. yeah. If He did not know that He would be resurrected.
He knew he wasn't losing anything. But what he was doing was gaining more and more sons and daughters. Amen. Amen. That's good stuff right there, y'all. Because listen, I love my children so much that the thought of something happening to them does something on the inside of me. It pulls thug emotions out of me. I'm just being honest with you. If something was to happen to my children, it would take God, having the relationship that I have now, God settling something on the inside of me. Where me couldn't get away in the way of him. Now, I bind every spirit that will ever try to visit my children, that will try to hurt and harm my kids, and I bind every spirit that will try to hurt, harm, or kill your children. Amen. Amen. And, and, and take your children out of here prematurely. Amen. Absolutely. The same pain you felt, can you imagine God seeing his son on the cross? Mm-hmm. And listen, Jesus, Jesus has so much compassion. And he was he told, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Man, that's awesome stuff right there. And then the, the thief told him, Remember me. When you enter into your kingdom. Mm-hmm. Man, listen. God is awesome. God is awesome. So he had love on his mind when he went to that cross. Salvation. Your salvation. My salvation in mind when he went to the cross. Amen. Galatians 6, 14. Galatians 6, 14. You guys have it? Mm-hmm. it says, but for as for me, I will never boast about, boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Through the world, though the it says, it says, um, the world has been crucified to me through the cross. And I to the world. Amen. Let's read it in the New Living Translation. I like that. Galatians 6, 14, it says here, as for me, may I never boast about anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because that cross, not any cross, that cross, my interest in this world has been crucified. And the world's interest in me has also died. Y'all get that? Yeah. He says, my interest in the world has been crucified because of this cross. And the world's interest in me has also died. It says, it does not matter whether we have been crucified or not. What counts is whether we have been transformed into a new creation. Amen. Oh, man, that's the best I've heard of Salvation. 
one of the benefits of, of, of the cross. Paid, I've been painted in full. Your love is paid in full. You never have to question God's love. You never have to question if he wants you to be saved. The cross proves that to us. That's paid in full, right there. You just have to accept that you are a new creature in Christ and receive that. And listen, here's another thing that the cross gives defeat over the enemy. If listen, one um one, one the one verse in the Bible tells us that it tells us about if they knew what they were doing to, to Jesus, they would have never crucified him. If they knew that he was going to be raised from the dead and not just be raised, that he was going to, that many were going to come to know Jesus Christ because of the, the price that was paid at Calvary, they would have never crucified him. The defeat over the enemy. That was, a, that was one of the greatest defeats over the enemy. Listen, 1 Corinthians 1 and 18. You guys know you have to do a whole lot of power because we bear scripture out. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. It says in verse 18, for the word of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing, but it is the power of God to us who are being, who are being saved. It says in verse 19, it says, for I for what is for what is, is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will set aside the intelligence of of the internet. One translation says, the intelligence. I will set aside the intelligence of the intelligence. Plain <laughs> word, right? <laughs> but yeah, so people think they're wise about that. And listen, he's given us power over the enemy because of the cross. Listen, I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. This is verse 18 that we just read. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, may the grace... Well, that's not it. Y'all don't want to read that one. <laughs> all right. Uh, I can't feel it again, but that's all good. Yeah. Huh? Which one were you want? Which First Corinthians which? chapter... One Which verse eighteen. I had a new living translation. You have the NIV. Yeah. Read. <laughs> okay, wait, tell me what it is, please. First Corinthians chapter one verse eighteen. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Amen. Amen. No, that's good. Amen. But listen, the power of God, of the cross, the power to save, the power to heal. There's healing power in the cross. Mm -hmm. As we're going to talk about that, that's a part of the communion. That he was wounded, bruised by his chastisement of our peace was upon him. With his stripes, we are healed. Amen. Healing was on the cross. When they pierced him in the side, blood and water came. That's right. Man, the power of the blood is so. Oh man, 
Listen, we serve an awesome, awesome God. And then also, there's resurrection power on the cross. Power over the grave. Listen, we all have an appointed time. But the beautiful thing about that is he said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. So though our physical body returns back to the dirt where it came from, our spirit is in the presence of the Almighty God. That's the power of the cross, y'all. A lot of people who don't, who have not received Jesus Christ as their personal Lord say, when they die, they dead. Their body goes to the ground, their spirit is an eternity in hell. They dead. There's no rejoicing, don't let nobody fool you. Don't let these movies tell y'all that there's some party going on. Ain't nobody going on. Not hell. And not a fit time. But a, a reminder that people don't like to, people don't want to talk about hell. That's it. Only to glamorize and make mockery and fun of it to the degree where they want you to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. That they don't want you to believe that it's real. Yeah. That's why I heard I, I, I heard someone who's supposed to be a, a, a believer in the body of Christ and have people following him or them about. Christ ministry things, things that pertain to Jesus Christ, that you can play around with hell and say that that people are people fear people into doing things. Nah. It's not a fear you into doing anything. It's a reminder of what's inevitable if you play with this thing. And most people are playing with God. And making mockery of God and playing with the devil. They're trying things. I told y'all a couple weeks, maybe last week, a couple weeks ago. That listen, the devil was here long before any of y'all got here. He's been around for thousands of years. If you don't think he has any sense about him at all, you're crazy. He was cast out of heaven because he was a created angel. And he tried to exalt his wisdom above his creator. Yes. How wicked do you have to be? Yeah. And how silly are humans to think that he's not masterful at what he does? If he had to be kicked out of a place where he was created, he didn't just spring up from nowhere. He was created. Not to be the devil, but he was that's but he was created to he was the he was one of the prettiest yeah. that you could ever they said there was no, no beauty that you will behold him. Man, he had to look at him. He was decked out. Mm-hmm. 
And yet, we played with this. God, in this life that God has for us, and we don't embrace the fact that he loves us. He came to save us. Defeated the enemy for us. There's power in his blood. He paid it all for us. Everything that we're going to go through in life and face in life, he's already paid the price, y'all. And listen, it's paid in full. Your stimulus package can't pay it. <laughs> Your PPE loan couldn't do it. Whatever your job can't do it. That's why we tell you guys, don't invest so much of your, your focus and your energy, your spirit, in your job and in your money. Most of us live well beyond what our paycheck calls for us to do. Why? Because it's the power of God on our resources and on our life that, that supersedes whatever we have going on. Y'all looking at me, so let me tell y'all, I live, we live well beyond whatever monies people think we, we accumulate because of our, our career choices. We've superseded that. Why? It's because God's hand is upon us. He needs somebody in this world that will represent Jesus Christ. He needs us to be able to show people what it is, what it means to be trusted totally and dependent on God. No, sh no shade to medical science, but medical science is not the creator. Jesus is. He created them. Not taking no shot at them. I trust God. I believe God. And I thank God for the cross. Amen. 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 Listen. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 11 as we prepare for communion. It's important to realize and remember that God paid it all in full. Your healing is a part of his plan. Your deliverance was a part of his plan. When he said, Jesus, everything that you had needed was a part of his plan. That's why when we as believers, and I hear people living, and I see people call themselves believers, living defeated lives on every hand. Listen, you don't know God. Get back to trusting God. Trusting his word. The Bible says, John 17, 17, thy word is, is truth. First part of that is, the word is sanctified, and God's word is true. God's word is truth, y'all. If he said it, we can take it to the bank of Amen. I got you. I got you. Um, 16. 
I heard something off of the community of the communion thing. Come coming here this morning. I typically use my 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 Saturdays and my Sundays out. I, I go out, but I try not to go out, venture out too much because I try not to let a whole lot of things in. TV sometimes is just uh ah, was all. Or TV TV just we heard one guy talking last night, every word. Or every other word. You heard it because I commented and you said every other word. He was a guy in his boxing. And his post-fight interview, every other word was just word. <laughs> I'm like, I think you're a fairly intelligent guy, man. You you choose not to use profanity. You like okay, cussing is a part of what you do. Okay, got it. But I heard some coming in today, and did you guys know that over from 2013, there were only five children who had transitioned their bodies physically? Mm. Only five. From 2013 up until maybe a year ago, five mm. that did the total augmentation and trans mutilization of themselves. Mm. That's what you're going to speak frank. Mutilization of themselves. Cutting off their parts to become whatever they believe that they are at the moment. As, as children. Five. And I blame the parents. The parents, the parents are directly at fault for that. The parents, well, we'll do it without talking about that. As of 2022, you know, there have been over 700 and something thousand children. Up from, from last year, it was 300 and something thousand. Now it's 751,000 children who have had body mutilization to transition into whatever life they believe that they are in. Show fault, parents. Because if God paid it all in full, and we allow our children to be mutilated, manipulated because of this world and told how to feel, what to feel. Why don't you feel this way as opposed to feeling this way? It told, it told us this in Corinthians. They're going to shame, try to shame you into thinking that this isn't real. Why? Because they tell you the Bible was written by man. What man? Well, Scripture tells us that the Bible was given by the inspiration of God. Nothing in this book was given without the inspiration of God. Gave it to men to translate, but God inspired it all. Does some error occur? Sure, in certain translations, absolutely. But how much error is in your life? 
and that you still want people to trust things you say. But we can't trust the things that God said because they tell us that man made it or man wrote it. But you're telling me that man wrote it. So are you lying too? <laughs> what makes what you're saying more true than what I'm saying other than the fact that I have documented proof that my God was raised from the dead? Tell me about yours. Muhammad dead. We can point to his, we can walk, actually walk to his burial and point to him. Confucius dead. Buddha dead. Jesus got up. They had soldiers outside to keep the tomb from rolling. He still got up. How many of you can say they put armed guard in front of the tomb? To keep what they believe in the ground, in the tomb. We got proof. But this is the stuff that they are mutilating children. Y'all get on y'all job, man. Stop allowing this world to dictate to us what we should and shouldn't believe. Don't let them. I was going to preach about it today, but we had some of those going on, but I won't talk about it. We have allowed people to stand behind this thing here, say they love God, and go against everything that God talks about. I know. That's me. We everybody's everybody's flawed. I'm flawed. Yes, I am. I'm not stupid enough to go against the word of God, though. <laughs> I don't trust my own intelligence enough to challenge God in his word to believe that there's some new revelation going on that exists outside of the word of God because that's what that's the move that's what everybody's doing there yeah. degree after degree after degree plaque on the wall trumps the Bible when since when what makes your revelation more important than what the apostles had? This is the foolishness that we're dealing with, y'all. Watch. I told y'all doing Protect your babies. Yes. Amen. Yes. And in protecting your babies, protect yourself. Yeah. Because they're going to come for you. Why? Because they want to condition your mind to think like their mind. Thank God for the word. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Listen, what new revelation is out here? There's none. It's the truth. There's no new revelation, y'all. I hear people make this claim all the time. Well, what was being taught years ago, it's a, it's a new time now. No, it's not. The Bible, the Bible tells you there's nothing new under the sun. Homosexuality ain't this new, this new phenomenon that just hit the world. It's been around for years. Solomon Gomorrah tells us this. They tried to get at two angels. That tells you how sick it is. They saw them as men, but they were angels. Oh, no. 
So, protect your babies, y'all. Cover your babies in the blood. Lift your children up as they go to school for these sick, perverted teachers who are set set by the enemy to to gain the confidence of your children and of you to do something to your babies. To make your babies believe that they are, that they're not who God created them to be. That they're some other person. That man and woman is not good enough no more. We got to be something other than what God created us to be. Tells you what's wrong when you got to remove something that God gave you to, to pretend to be something that you're not. Amen. They want to talk about that. But that thing got in my spirit when I heard it and I had to turn it off because I got so agitated. I was in my car, I was ready to just snatch the red, snatch my little radio out of the box because I'm like, this is the nonsense. A church combined with four other churches have an LGBT community day in Kentucky. Come on, what are we doing? We're making fools, we're making mockery out of God. Trying to make him to be the liar. Agitated and irritated with that, man, because the happy Bible tells us many times where people are going to be deceived. Big time. And they are. Because people don't want to be unpopular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I started with that? Mm-hmm. People don't want to be unpopular. People want to be liked. Mm-hmm. People don't want to like, be loved and shared and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> well, As I tell all of you guys all the time, if whatever we're saying that comes across and we're preaching Bible, don't write me, don't inbox me, don't send up. Go to the Bible. Call me. Have a conversation with God. Leave me out of it. Get right with God. First Corinthians chapter 11. You did? Verse 23. You guys have your elements that represent them? Amen. You guys have it? Yes. You guys have your all your Yes, have your, your communion and everything? Yes. I know y'all be like, the pastor people be going, listen, we're going to be, some days when you come in here, we're going to be shouting. <laughs> some days we're going to be in here shouting. Y'all ain't going to be able to stop shouting. The Spirit of God is going to be so heavy. <laughs> then there's some days the Word of God is going to come through, and He yes. has to set some things in motion. He has, he has to set things in place. Because, listen, we can't preach to the oil. We can't minister appropriately to this world. One, without the love and compassion of God. And that does not mean we're going to tell them what they want to hear. We're going to share, we're going to have to share the word till it hurts. Because if we want people to come out of darkness and get into the marvelous light, they're going to have to hear something that they don't want to hear. The word of God challenges you Amen. to come out. I preached a message years ago in prison. Come out, come out wherever you are. Why? Because wherever you are hiding, God wants you to come out. Amen. Whatever you're hiding under, hiding behind, 
hiding in, mm. you got to come out. To do this thing right, you got to come out. Amen. You can't be a teeter time. Y'all know the teeter time? One go up, one down. You can't be that. And then you can't be the kind of person, the kind of prophet that Ooh. out of the same mouth flows blessings and cussings. You can't be that prophet. You can be, but you're not going to get any reward or effect from God. Because what makes you different from the world? If you're supposed to come out from among them. And if they don't know the difference between you and you, other than the fact that you got a suit on, you smell better. <laughs> Some for us to talk about. Just think about First Corinthians chapter 11. It's chameleon time. Father, we thank you, praise you, Father, for the word, God. We thank you for this time that you've given us, God. Thank you for communion, God. Hallelujah, Father, that we, if we were, don't remember anything, we thank you for the price that was paid at Calvary for us, God. Paid in full, God. Everything that we will ever stand in need of, God, God if you've already done it, Father, in our lives, God. We give you glory, honor, and praise, God.